This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show Never Friends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. There's nothing to see here. Nothing to see. And this is episode 271, 3D. You know, nothing to see here but 3D. That's kind of contradictory, isn't it? <clears throat> uh, we shouldn't see the 3D coming. Yeah. No, but when it happens. Walk right, right in. That's the- Boom. Very much about to be put through a table, Rebel people. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm back after my trip out west for I, – I can't believe this is the actual name of it. Uh, C3 West 2018 number two. You, you thought like E3 and Comic-Con was bad with names? No. You guys got nothing on baking conventions. Damn, that's real – like no one's going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I really enjoyed the pictures you sent us of women uh, dressed as scantily clad bakers. Was, uh, quite you know, I, I wasn't sure how appropriate that was for a baking yeah. convention, but I was like, I got to show these guys what this has devolved into. I like the people dressed up as scantily uh, clad scones. Oh, yeah, that was hot. See, that doesn't make sense, right? Because scones is not a C. Yeah. Right? The, the C's make sense. It's cookies. Cupcake and cake. Like, where do scones fit in there? They they just they get in wherever they want to go. That's what they do. The scones. All, I know, all I know is those sexy scones woke something in me that's confusing. <laughs> uh, just... You know what else is confusing? The New York Red Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what wasn't confusing was the result on Sunday, at least. Um, yeah, I was confused by that result. I mean, you shouldn't be. You called it. Yeah. Is, or is that why you were confused? It's because you called it. No, I was not confused because I did call it. <laughs> Uh, one nothing win away at Toronto. Uh, Truman had exactly one nothing for the Red Bulls, so he got right the three points. I called two one win. Pat was the pessimistic one and called a draw, so he doesn't get any points out of this. Yeah, I failed. So okay, you... by, by the time to start, just start mailing this season in. <laughs> <laughs> you you it's time s- to go ball to the wall. That's what it's time yeah. to do. Do I have something wrong here? Because on the agenda, I have you at one point higher. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What the hell's wrong? Did, I, I, some, did I somehow lose points? Uh, apparently, the agenda put you one point behind where you're supposed to be. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, you know what that is? It's because I took the one from two weeks ago. Not that that. Okay. And because you hadn't won, I didn't think about updating your score. All right. Anyway, uh, before we get to likes and dislikes, tweets. I know we have some. We do. Um, so, uh, are any of them in refer- reference to the game? Yes, there are yeah. some that are, that are um, 
TFC related. Because there's so, obviously some other news we'll be getting to. Yeah, Truman, do you have those up or do you need me to read them off? Uh, I thought I had them all. Uh, go ahead, read them off. I have a few, so. But go okay. ahead. Uh, so first we had, uh, Voss Billy at board, historian 94. Luis Robles clearly inspired by the World Cup today. Uh, Tonino, <clears throat> Tonino M, uh, at Tonino M sent us two different tweets. One, uh, was my thoughts and a picture of Napoleon Dynamite saying lucky. Lucky. Uh, the second, Robles was phenomenal for sure, but should we be looking at the defense today? Toronto had two or three major chances. If not for Robles, it might be 3-1. No? Um, I mean, as trash Toronto is, they still have decent players in their home. Yeah. I think they're going to – I mean, every home team should get at least two or three major chances. And let's, yeah. let's, let's not forget, I mean, this defense has been playing extremely well. And, uh, you know, one game does not make a defense. So uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hit the panic button just yet. All right. Uh, the last one for the game, uh, Casey Jones at Grateful Shred 23. For as trash as Toronto is, that seemed a lot closer than it should have been. That being said, I wish Altador had played so he could have been bodied by Parker and Long. He he probably decided not to play when he found out Sasha wasn't on the team anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's the logical explanation, right? Yeah. yeah it's like, who's um, he going to fight in the, uh, in the tunnel there? Uh, actually, one last one. This was actually today, which is why I didn't think of it right away. Uh, Steven Santos at Creepy Taxi, friend of the show. Uh, yeah. He says, it's always nice to be in Canada for Canada, especially for Luis Robles' day of saves. And uh, Red Bulls had a good contention go down there. How big was it? Because I, I, they didn't focus on him at all during the game. So no, I, mean, it's, I, I, I just I know it wasn't packed, but I know there was a, there was a decent amount that came down. So it's always good. All right, so uh, likes, dislikes. Uh, Truman, you go first. What did you dislike about this one? That I didn't get to watch it live, I guess, is the one thing I'm going to complain about because uh, I always take a one nothing win on the road. Uh, I don't know. It was it – was, this game was such a pain in the ass to watch on the Fox app. It restarted itself. I can't even tell you how many times. I mean, just over and over and over, I'd be watching it, and then it would stop, and then it would go back to the beginning of it. So it gets kind of frustrating when you didn't watch the game live, and then you're like, all right, what minute was it? I, I don't remember. I guess I have to get close to it and then pick up from the commentary left off. Like, oh. So, yeah, I think that's my dislike is just that, that Fox soccer app to go thing is kind of half shit. Didn't I add you to my YouTube TV? Yes, but here's the thing. I have the Fox Go app. So when I'm in a hotel room, I might as well just watch it on my app. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's there. It's crystal clear. It's in HD. And it's just, yeah, it was just kind of, I don't know. It was irritating. I was going to say, when I when I was in California last week, YouTube TV actually worked decently for me. So I don't know. Hmm. And they do have Fox. See what I had the game. Yeah. Although, maybe not all of it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Pat, you're up. What did you dislike? Uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those games where the big dislike is kind of a nitpicky one. Um, uh, it's just that, you know, uh, yeah, we probably all would have liked to have seen the, uh, the result go a little uh, more in Red Bull's favor than one nothing. I mean, again, this is nitpicky, but anytime you get a one nothing, 
result on the road. Uh, you really can't complain about much. Uh, as bad as TFC is, I mean, I, I'm one of those who thinks they just some, something's awry, but that they've got talent there that uh, can get them out of this hole. So I think they're kind of a sleeping giant. So in the end, one nothing isn't the end of the world. Uh, isn't you know a big problem at all? But it's uh, I guess it's really the only direction I can really go uh, in in such after such a positive result. How many how many weeks though are, are people going to talk about TFC and still say that like they're just waiting for them to turn it around? <laughs> right? I mean, it's been like a month where I was like, "This is it. They're gonna they're gonna turn it around." I feel I'm trying to think like when when can they be mathematically eliminated? I mean, I think I feel like it's almost going to be until that happens, right? <clears throat> or the worst in DC? Mm-hmm. Impossible. I mean, at this point, it, really, it kind of is impossible. <laughs> um. My dislike, I guess I got to give it to Parker. I'm, I, I know he was kind of falling over, but come on, man, you got. And when I, I got to admit, when I first saw it, I thought it wasn't the penalty, but then, uh, <clears throat> uh, I forget. I think Annalise, yeah, Annalise on Twitter, pointed me towards the uh, instant replay uh, video that MLS does, and there was a clear vi- shot of him handling the ball before he got pushed over. Mm-hmm. So I can't even claim that he got pushed into it and it was a bad call. It's just, I mean, it, it appeared he was kind of falling over went to the ball for to keep himself up. But I, I don't know. Like, if you're going to go down like that, like throw your arm out. Just go ahead and fall on the ball like completely. Yeah. At, at least you're going to get the handball. Make it worth it, right? Right. Exactly. So, uh. Like of the games, uh, Pat, you can go first. What did you like the most about this one? Uh, I mean, Luis Robles. I mean, he stood on his head in this one. Uh, you know, saved another penalty. Uh, you know, had a number of saves in the run of play. It, it's uh, a rather exciting one, shall we say. Um, you got to give it to the captain. There's no doubt about that. Um, just he, he got his crucial three points. Uh, you know, that, that puts us... Further and further towards possibly another supporter shield run. So um, definitely hats off through Luce Robles, who definitely has like big leg for this week. Yeah, but he's not good enough for the MLS team, so he can't be that good. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, nobody's good for the first round of voting, right? No. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to agree with you for sure, but particularly uh, him making uh, a save on who, the greatest uh, penalty kick taker of all time, right, according to TFC mm-hmm. fans. That's yeah. the that's the thing to like right there, yeah. making that save on on uh, the man of a million nicknames, Seba Gio. Uh, wonderful. I just yeah. like I oh I I eat it up. Making that save was just it was delightful. The best is Matt Doyle on his replay calling him the worst penalty taker ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my leg's gonna be that we are now in second place in the East. We're five points back in Atlanta with three games in hand. Mm-hmm. So and Atlanta just dropped a game. I believe last night. Uh they did. They lost to Dallas 3 2. Yep. Yes, I did. So I mean, hey, that's a very good spot to be in. Um getting past this World Cup uh area where we had lost two of our big defenders and you know, team is relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, our starters are really there, so it's not like we can't make a run at this. Uh, well, so we'll see. 
I mean, there's, there's only one thing that could possibly stop them from making a run, right? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, afterthoughts, uh, I'm, I'm going to go first here. Uh, so those who were trying to watch live, the game was supposed to be on Fox immediately following World Cup coverage because the first game went long, or the second game of the day went long in the World Cup. They got pushed to Fox business and then brought it back over once uh, World Cup coverage was done. I get the griping, I really do. But here's the thing. This is not the same thing as uh, us being bumped by college baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is us being bumped by the World Cup, which is obviously a much bigger TV contract for Fox. Yes. Yeah, just a little quite, bit. Quite larger. So if you want to blame anybody for what happened, don't blame Fox. Blame MLS and Soccer United Marketing for not getting a better contract in place. I was, uh, and honestly, this is honestly, this is never going to, nothing that they would have done ever would have fixed it anyway. But in general, stuff like this should be blamed on MLS and uh, some, not, think, not, not the broadcaster necessarily. I, I think in general, you should go home, get your cry pillow, cry into it, <laughs> and then shut the fuck up. I mean, come on, get a better contract if you're MLS or SUM. I mean, come on, it's, it's, you're just not going to get anything. Comp- remotely comparable to what you're going to get for the World Cup. I mean, no, it, I, no I'm not saying that that was ever going to happen. I'm just in general, I'm talking about uh, if this were to happen with again, like college baseball. It was college baseball. It's, again, we're apples and oranges, apples and oranges. I mean, you know, it, it's like, as you very well said, um, it, it's just like for anyone to blame anybody, it's just look, it, it sucks. I, I was annoyed by it because I missed the first five minutes. I missed Kamar's goal. Uh, because uh, I didn't see the notice that the, that the game was starting on Fox Business, um, I would have preferred if they just pushed the game back until Fox coverage was done. Um, but in terms of like, is there anyone to blame? Uh, I mean, for this one, for this one, no. Yeah, there's no one to blame. Yeah, so it's like it's like let's not get. I mean, we we love I, to get the pitchforks out. We but love I, to get the pitchforks out for MLS at every little single fucking turn that doesn't go our way. And this is just one. It's blameless. It's but one of those things that I, happened. I was gonna say I did see people <clears throat> complain on Twitter about this one. So this one, I'm not willing to blame anybody for because yeah, it's literally I, the World Cup versus MLS. Like, I'm, more, I'm not. I'm, I'm, re- I'm not going after you here. I mean, I'm just saying. I know, I'm, going after, I'm going after the notion that let's blame MLS and, and some. I mean, it's just because there's no one to blame. It's it's the, again, it's a tournament that happens every four years. In fact, putting the Red Bulls after a World Cup game is great location. It actually actually ended up being the two games on Fox this week after the World Cup ended up being the two best le- the weekend for MLS. There you go. So, so I, mean, I, think, I think it was like 1.2 million. Yeah. Like so instead, if you're one of those people who complain, reevaluate your life and then go to MLS headquarters and offer your butthole to Don Garber. What they should have done is just gone picture in picture. I'm just saying you put the little picture, Red Bulls game down here, and as soon as their coverage is done, you go, boop, boom, people are still watching, boom, there you go. No I mean, that's ch- not a bad idea because yeah. they, they went to commercials. They probably lost some viewers. No, if they, you know, got to go to commercials. God forbid. Yeah. God forbid. Don't pay them bills. Get your money. What I will say as a nice, a nice little thing I found out this weekend is my YouTube TV subscription does pay for Fox Soccer or Fox Sports Go. So I booted that up on my laptop and waited for Fox to kick back in because 
YouTube TV doesn't carry Fox Business. <laughs> but I was able to watch on on the online app until they switched over. Fox so Business, Fox's seventh most important channel that they have. <laughs> uh, let's see, it's Fox. Fox it could. How Fox does it not Sports. get up to FS1 or FS2? Like that is that's low. Fox Sports One had golf on it. Oh. <laughs> In fairness, it was the final round of like a PGA tournament, so it's kind of like. But let's see. So Fox, Fox Sports One is Fox Sports Two. Two still around at this yes. point. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then you have that uh, FX, FXX, Fox News. <laughs> that's next right there. Man. So, yeah. If that's the next one, that's literally seventh in the order. FXX was too busy showing like 400 <laughs> Simpsons episodes in a row. So yeah, can have it on there. And FX showing, I don't know, Pacific Rim or something. Like right. That. Probably. Probably <laughs> one of their movie properties. All right. Any other afterthoughts on this game? Uh, good on them winning without Royer. Yep. You know, who's clearly a, a goal scoring threat. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to complain about a win, it's just that Kamar Lawrence scored early on a wacky goal. Yeah. Right. That, I mean, that's, I guess the biggest complaint, but if that's how you're going to win a game, I will a hundred percent take it. If, if your stars can't score, I'll take wacky goal, mm-hmm. wacky goal, semi bad goalkeeping. I'll take it all. I just liked his effort. The goalie's effort was like, Oh, nope. Oh well. <laughs> All right. Uh, so if that's it, uh, prediction standings because Truman got the win. He's now in first. I am in second, and Pat is still in third. <clears throat> and that will feed into our predictions for the next match, uh, which is New York City FC away. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Which I might be going to if I can find somebody to take the ticket. <laughs> I'm too far away. Here's my problem. Sunday night. I've become, I've now become one of those people. I'm 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 Jay now. I'm Jay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because you're not going to baking conventions. All right. But like, hour wise, you, you you could in theory watch the World Cup at work. I can't. I I've become everything I've ever hated, and that's the guy that goes. I can't go to a Sunday night game. I got work in the morning. I I saw how cheap the tickets were, and I was like, well, that's can't miss. And so I bought them. And then, like, kind of realized as I started asking people, like, ah, shit. Like, people don't want to travel an hour to and from Yankee Stadium on a Sunday night when they got to work the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tough. Honestly, if I was in New Jersey, I'd go to this game. Because to me, I'm getting home at, like, 9, 10 o'clock. That's not too bad. At least, that for me, that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. I know other people are. I got got one friend. I think I got them on the hook. But we'll see. Like if I could maybe take off Monday, which I I can't because we have shit going on. Like maybe I would do it. Yeah, go up on Sunday and come back down. But uh, anyway, Sunday eight, uh, July eighth, seven p.m. start time. Uh, games on Fox Sports One. Uh, New York City overall is nine four and four thirty one points. Uh, seven zero oh, and one at home, so they have not lost at home. Uh, goal difference overall is. Plus ten against the Red Bulls, it's minus eight. Uh, last five, loss, win, draw, win, loss, Ooh. and and symmetric. That was exactly how it happened. So they're pretty symmetrical in their last five. And then um, that like slide kind of start after their coach left. Uh, I believe so. So let me check since I had the form or the live, whatever the hell it's called, form guide up. Um, so let's see. 
he left June 11th. So it happened before, actually. Okay. Uh, the last three or the last two with the new coach is a win and a loss. Mm. A win over Toronto, loss at Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so time for predictions. Truman, since you are leading the predict- the prediction contest, you get to go first. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Uh, fuck them. Okay. <laughs> I put that in my predictions. Um, this is going to be their first home loss. Because I think when the Red Bulls kind of play meh, they usually tend to rebound pretty nicely for the most part. I'm going to say 3-1 because I don't like that other team and I want them to get embarrassed at home because we've already embarrassed once before. What 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 are they going to show me that they're not going to get embarrassed again? Well, oh, they beat Toronto at home. Ooh. Uh, Red Bulls are not going to have to really travel again, which I always like. And uh, Zero will be back. Yeah. So not scared. Not scared. They're clearly not scared of playing here. They have been a long time. Uh, they won one game by a considerable margin a few years ago. So yeah, I, I love I love a big win here, and you better believe Bradley Ray Phillips is going to be scoring. So, just as an illustration of how much the Red Bulls win and back in May affected this team before that. So to start off the year, in their first nine games, they had six wins, two draws, and a loss. Then they lost the Red Bulls. Since then, there are three wins, two draws, two losses. Oh, we put them on a semi-schneid. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like you, Truman, they're definitely going to – I'm thinking this is going to continue for New York City. Uh, I almost want to go 7-1. <laughs> because a mix of our seven nothing in Brazil's humiliation a few four years ago, <laughs> but I'm not that crazy. I'm not. I'm not that that desperate for points yet. Uh, I am going to go four one though. The reverse Henri, <laughs> yes. <laughs> because why not? Um, w- the the small field there really does suit the Red Bulls because. It, it makes it so much easier to keep pressing up the field and not have to worry about guys getting in behind you. So I think that's just going to keep playing to our advantage again and again and again until New York City smartens up and gets their own field somewhere that's of normal size. Uh, I'm going to this game, so obviously I want to see a win. Uh, so screw it. I'm just going to go with my heart and say, but I'm not going to go think it's going to be a crazy win. I think it's going to be 2-1. Uh, I admit I am pessimistic because obviously what we're going to talk about next is uh, Jesse Marsh is being rumored to take the interim uh, Leipzig jug, and I, I don't see how something like that can't distract. And you don't want to see those kinds of distractions uh, going into a derby game like this. So I am a bit pessimistic. I, I, I do worry that they're going to be able to keep it all together this week. Um, so I'm really just optimistic for the sake that I'm going to be there, and I'd love to see a win. Uh, but, you know, uh, the one thing going, Rebels' favorite, it doesn't look like David Villa is back on the field yet. Uh, he's always a key player, obviously, for that team. Um, so, 2 on win, but I'm, I'm pessimistic because of all the machinations going on in Red Bull land. You know what would help David Villa get back on the field? Mm-hmm. Not having that McDonald's in the morning watching the World Cup. There you go. Do you not know that, Truman? What's that? And what now? Sorry, uh, that sounded terrible. So go ahead. <laughs> you don't, do you know what I'm talking about? No. 
Yeah, he he's pulling the Landon Donovan and doing sponsored tweets. Except his is obviously his 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 is more clearly an ad, where he has a nice laid out McDonald's breakfast in front of him when he's watching the World Cup. Like, uh, I don't know. I'd probably sell out for McDonald's. Mm. I mean, if McDonald's breakfast, I, I'll do it. Oh, let I me mean, see. It's like, just kind of waddle out there. Like, <laughs> oh shit. I mean, obviously, of the of the fast food breakfasts, I think that we can all admit that's the best, right? Yes. Yeah, the McGriddle is special. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, so before we talk about Jesse Marsh, though, real quick, uh, New York Red Bulls 2, 3-3 uh, draw uh, at Louisville FC this past weekend. And then tomorrow they'll be playing uh, Atlanta United uh, 2 at home, 7 p.m. start time. Sky Blue FC still can't win one. Uh, 3-1 loss at the Utah Royals. Uh, their next match is Saturday, July 7th, against the Chicago Red Stars at home. Hopefully, this is the one. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. I think, if, if you're interested in going, I think uh, Cloud9 has a promo code. Which we retweeted. Yes, we did. Uh, because Metro, I, I think it's because of Metro Fan TV is going to be there. Yes, you'd be correct. So, so the promo code is South Ward for this week. Um, all right. So on to the dumping ground. All right. So let's let's just set the stage for the Jesse Marsh thing because this makes no sense at all. <laughs> uh, so after the seventeen eighteen season was over, uh, at the time Leipzig coach Ralph Hasenhurdle, uh left the team over a contract dispute. He wanted more money. They said no, so he left. Uh, Back around June 21st, Leipzig announced Julian uh, Nagelman, who's currently the coach of Hoffenheim, was going to take over at the beginning of the 2019-2020 season, which means there's a year gap in there. And at the time, Jesse Marsh was rumored as a coach for Leipzig, so we all kind of thought that rumor was going to go away, because why be there for a year? Well, it's gaining traction again. Uh, It's (laughs) being reported. The one that seems to have picked it up or phrase it, the recent one where it seemed to picked up was Kristen Dyer of The Athletic reporting that Marsh could head over to start the year either as an interim coach or an assistant coach under current uh, current Leipzig sporting director Ralph Ragnick. Uh, so given that the World Cup's almost over and they'll start the preseason soon and that they're in Champions League, if it's going to happen, it's going to be soon. Just get us through the weekend. <laughs> well, I can't imagine he's pulling out of this game, right? No. It's not like, it's not like a player it. to save his phys- physical strength for a, a background check or something like that. What a what a whacking, uh, wacky timing considering the Red Bulls are having fans come to the practice on Saturday. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So I did a pretty shitty job of keeping that and under wraps. And you're going. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, man. So, uh, thoughts? We, we kind of saw it coming, right? I mean, it's been talked about. It's been banded about. It was mostly rumors. And now it's, I mean, all, all we're hearing out is talks. But yeah. talks about uh, Patrick Vieira going to nice. Mm-hmm. You know, those were just talks and rumors, too. So, uh, yeah. I think are are more believable reports than even that was. Um 
what can we say that we haven't said already? He went and got his European coaching license. Yeah. He's spending time doing that. So, I mean, it's going to suck for us if he leaves midseason. But I think the team's in a good place. I think they have a good system. Uh, I think they'll be pretty darn good. They'll have Chris Armas, who I think we all believe would be the, the coach anyway, in case anything that's, happened to Jesse. That's, I mean, that's, that's the rumor. And he stood in a few times. It's not like he hasn't. Right. I mean, he's obviously the guy. He's, he's, he'd, I think he's, would already be a good head coach no matter what. Um, so I don't think there's a panic because they're not going to have to go look for someone else outside the organization. They have their guy. God, bring in Wolniak for crying out loud. Well, maybe not this year. They're not playing too great, but still, you know, they, they have a good, uh, chain of coaching that they can go to. So it, it'd just be a bummer to lose him because he's the most successful coach this team's ever had. And we didn't fire him after a year and a half. Uh, yeah, I say fuck all that optimism. Uh, yeah, no, this shit pisses me off. Uh, you know, if he was going there for the job from this season and next season and so on and so on, I couldn't be that mad at him. I really couldn't. Uh, it would be, it wouldn't be such a bad thing because, hey, look, you're, you're not going to get a European job in January. I mean, you might, but it's unlikely. Um, so the fact that he's leaving for potentially an interim or an assistant job for a year? Uh, no, I am not on board with this at all. I mean, the Rebels are playing some of the best soccer I've ever seen them play, and to abandon them at this point is bullshit. I mean, I, I think this could be a derailing factor. I mean, you could be as optimistic as you want about Tony Armas, but I've never seen the guy coach. Uh, as If I recall, the one week where Jesse was away uh, before a derby game, uh, the, US, the, the Rebels came out looking flat as shit against New York City. Uh, that that when when game time came, um, so like I, I'm, no, I'm not sold on Armas at all. Uh, Jesse Marshall least had previous head coaching experience when he came around, um, so it, it's I, I don't like this at all. I, I think this again. I think this could be this could derail the season. Um, you know, and, and if if Jesse was going to do that to this team, I would hope he would do it for. A full time job through throughout, and he's not. He's doing it for a interim coach. I mean, you should point out. Yes, this is not official yet, and, and I and I want to say we were talking a little bit before the show that the Salzburg rumors. I guess that was two. Was that last season or two seasons ago? It's it when he was going for his license, I think. Yeah, that, the Salzburg rumors, I believe, were hotter than this. So, uh, and then that didn't happen. So, um, yeah, I'm not. Excited. I mean, I, again, another point about like this whole them grooming Tony Armas. I mean, uh, you know, football is where I have a bigger background than soccer. I remember when uh, what's his name, uh, Ray Hanley. Oh God, no! Was being groomed to be the heir apparent to Bill Parcells, and look how that worked out. So um, you know, so yeah, I, I'm. I will be very annoyed if he leaves uh, for this particular position. Um, although I will say all the fans say, like, yeah, he was never good anyway. Like, all right, yeah, I'm sure you're in the same, like, fantastic question was never good anyway, uh, crowd as well. So, yeah, piss off. I mean, this guy has been the best coach this team has ever had. Um, and I hope he doesn't leave, but I, I do, I don't think they'd be reporting it like this if he wasn't going to. And that, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, <clears throat> the rumors have been up before. Mm-hmm. So it, see him linked is not the unusual part. It's the fact that they announced 
a coach for two for a season from now, and they're still talking about him. If if he was if this was not a serious rumor, I don't think it would be reported right now. There's no reason, right? No. So there's got to be some likes to the story. Hopefully, assuming that Jesse hasn't agreed to any of this, hopefully he realizes this would be a bad opportunity for him because then he's either out the next year because presumably when uh, Nagelman comes in, he's going to bring his own staff in. Or he's going to get transferred to like Salzburg or something, which at that point, why go to Leipzig in the first place and just why not just go straight to Salzburg? Because mm-hmm. it's obviously a demotion at that point. Yeah. I mean, people were, I saw people suggest him becoming the United States coach after that, but it's like, no, the cycle starts in like, what, September, October is when the cycle technically starts. Like, you can't have a coach gone for a year and then expect him to pick it up. The United States position, pick it up, you know, in at the end of the 2019 European season and make it successful. It's not going to work. So if he's going for this one year, there better be some assurance that he's going to either, if he performs well, he gets to keep the job or that he's going to get a good position somewhere else that's somehow comparable. Because otherwise, this makes no sense to me. I think he just wants to go to Europe. I think there's nothing stopping him. He'll take any way in. Yeah. Whatever way he can do to get in and then find a better job, I guess. I mean, I, I guess it does make sense because you look at like Bob or Bob Bradley and his experience in England, right? It's, I mean, I guess that's the the silver lining if you're Jesse Marsh is that American coaches don't have a great track record. So if you get in on an interim basis anyway, nobody's expecting you to be there at the end of the year, right? So you kind of have no pressure except for keeping the team afloat, basically, right? Yeah, and if you do well, then booyah, then then it's. It gives you a position somewhere else. Yep. I guess. I guess that's the, the upside to all this. I don't know. Hope. I. I hope it doesn't happen because I don't want to derail the season. But I, I don't know. We'll see. Listen. As long as, as long as Chris Armas doesn't uh, bench BWP in favor of like Derek Etienne, I think it'll be all right. All right. That's what Ray Hanley did. <laughs> I doubt that'll happen. All right. Uh, so next, so uh, the World Cup is excited again, huh? Woo! Penalty kicks everywhere. They're exciting <laughs> to see. It's what three games in this the round of sixteen? Yeah. Jeez, two on the same day. It was like the first time it ever happened. It's like a fest. This is what happens when you get to, and I mean, yeah, the games are exciting for sure. Um, but this is what happens when you get to knockout rounds that every team becomes scared again. It's like the first game of the group stage. Everyone's scared. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. Oh, I'm fucked up. All right, hold on. All right, we got to get back and get back and get back. You know. Uh, I guess I'm just going to throw in my terrible team of the week right now because we're talking about the World Cup. And I, I have, mean, it's got to be. It's Japan. It's Japan. What? I have to, no. And I'm going to tell you why. I know Belgium's a great team. Okay. But come on. World Cup, huge upset, two goal lead, second half, you fucked it up. Not only. Yeah. Not only did you fuck it up, you fucked it up in like the last millisecond of extra time or stoppage time. Come on, guys. Come on, Japan. How could you not say Spain? No, I'm sorry. I, I give it to Japan. Seriously, Spain lost to Russia. 
Yeah, but uh, the fix is in. The Russians are all on the steroids. I was going to home. I was wondering if we're seeing another South Korea situation here with Russia. They're, they're shooting Spain players' ankles with guns that you can't see from the upper decks, all right? Yeah. Well, it, apparently it's not the same as shooting Neymar, so at least it's that. <laughs> uh, Neymar, who's clearly been assassinated several times. <laughs> yeah, shot, shot repeatedly. Um, no, yeah, I just I have to throw it to Japan. Uh, I know they weren't as good as Belgium is, but oh, come on, guys. Come on. Right, so, in the second half. So, what's the most exciting game for the, from the round of sixteen for you guys? I barely uh, watched any of them. <laughs> I mean, boy, uh, France Argentina, I guess, has to be the winner. Has to be, even though it was it was uh, it was really basically four two towards the end of the game when Argentina got one back. But that game was a fucking hoot. It was, that was zero zero at half, wasn't or one one at half, right? Uh, I, I'm going to look real quick. Hold on, I, um, I'm going to tell you what it was. It was one one. Yes. And then all hell broke loose, and, and then, and then Argentina, shift. Argentina scored, and then it was like, nope, we're doing, we're just going to take this over now. And well, Argentina scores. They scored three minutes into the second half. And you thought, oh, my God, they've just clearly stolen all the momentum. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, hold on, uh, Benjamin Pavard <laughs> that was a scores fun. the ultra goal. Wait, was that, was that him or Mopay that scored it? Uh, no, I think it was Pavard in the 57th minute. Right? That was the game tire. That made it 2-2. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, woof. That 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 completely turned the game on its head. Completely turned the game on its head. But yeah, that that had to have been the most exciting game. I mean, you could get it again to Belgium, Japan, because Belgium did win in the final seconds of the game. Literally the final seconds. Yeah. As soon as they started, the game was over. Yep. But I just I love the back and forth of the France Argentina game, and, and it was two two heavyweights too. It wasn't like right, right. This wasn't Japan Argentina had the, the Japan Japan had the upset factor coming in big time before they let go of the lead. Right. Uh, these two teams gave you the matchup you wanted, not a one-one uh, going going to penalties. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm glad we're down to four games now because trying to watch all those games in two days or four game four days was not an easy task. Yeah. Let, let me just say one thing though about this. Uh, although I think any fan of this team is going to just like yell at me, yell at the their uh, pod, iPod right now when they hear me say it. But uh, how does England not get to the final at this point on that bracket? Um, it's a good question. I mean, what is it? It's Sweden, uh, Russia, and uh, well, there, there you go. It's Russia. There's your answer. <laughs> the Russians will take care of that. Like juice. <laughs> no, I'm with you. And again, uh, I, I, they're fun to watch. They're they're a hell of a fun team to watch. All right. So so real quick, let's let's predict who will make the semifinals. So I think we're saying England, right? England over Sweden. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sure. All right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Croatia is actually gonna take it over Russia. But oh my god! And then Russia just takes over <laughs> Croatia again. Yes, exactly. Absorb all their players. Like we're, we're going back to the, the the Soviet bloc. You're not stopping us. Yeah, I think Croatia is going to win. But yeah, I mean, I could not just as 
much see them coming out like with their, uh, you know, Bane style juice machines attached to themselves. <laughs> they like double the size, blah, 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 double size, <laughs> just start eating Luca Modric. <laughs> really fucked up, but you know, it could happen. Uh, yeah. Belgium, Belgium, Brazil. I'm going to say Belgium. I'll let's, take. Let's, I'm going to take Brazil. I'll take Brazil. I, I guess the question is, what is, what meme does Neymar produce in this one? Right. Yeah. I, I go Belgium, although Belgium always burns me every year, but I'm still, I'm still going Belgium. And then you're. I think this is the probably the toughest game to call. Uruguay versus France. France. I don't know why I said it that way. France. It's all right. You can say France. They like that. They like it. Yeah. I like France, clearly, because Mbappe, Mbappe. The man's a, a scoring machine, that kid. Plus, plus, we did have somebody call them on the show. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, I, I, too, am going France in this one. All right. Let's move on, because we have more than dumping ground. All right, Red Bull news. Yeah, actual Red Bull stuff. All right, so I'm done. So you guys can go ahead and read your stuff. Uh, Oh, Carlos Rivas uh, could be on his way out. Uh, I mean, all the reports right now are in in the Espanol, so I'm pretty much relying on uh, Google Translate and other fans to uh, kind of uh, talk about it. But um, let's see here. Somebody said something has the team listed. Uh, oh yeah, so it looks like they might be going on loan to Nacional and uh and down in Colombia with a, a option to buy. Uh, Rivas is costing the team four hundred forty-four thousand dollars right now. So and he's not playing. So to me, this would look like a good move. Uh, the big issue being, I would like to see uh, if they spend that money on anything. Uh, and I don't really have much hope that they will. Yeah, they're, so, they have a great reputation for spending the money that they get. Yeah, exactly. So uh, hopefully they do that, but I'm not seeing it. But, uh, you know, we shall see what happens. All uh, right, I'm, I'm going to inject listener tweets now. Okay. There was some stuff that I forgot to bring up earlier. All right. So uh, first, let me make sure I got the right one here. All right, yep. So, uh, Steve Toto at S Toto eight wants us to talk about these rumors. Uh, the Rivas loan to Nacional, which you just brought up, March to Leipzig, and an arms takeover. So, obviously, we talked about all those already. We covered it, Steve. We got your back, dude. Uh, Casey Jones at Great Full Shred 23. This would have been better when we talked about the game, but would anything less than a four plus goal Smurf slaughter feel like a disappointment? Yes. (laughs) Even though I just said three one, but sure, yeah. Well, yours is a prediction. It's not uh you think that's what's actually gonna happen, right? Yeah, I mean I want them to put the screws to him, absolutely. Yeah. Uh and then the last one, uh the captain at the cap or sorry, at the underscore captain sixty six. If RB Global makes um <clears throat> Marsh do that mid season, it'll be a travesty throwing a possible championship season into turmoil for an interim or assistant job, that's bad for business. Yep, I agree. So, sorry about that, by the way. Uh, somebody was stealing from uh, Triple H there, by the way. <laughs> well, he only does what's best for business. Yeah, well. Tri- Triple H would put Seth Rollins in as the coach because it's good for business. Uh, you, you for, yeah, you forgot the us. Uh, uh, yeah. Business. Uh. 
All right. Uh, so back back to the rest of the ground stuff. Uh, okay. Then next would be next story would be uh, Matt Osanda, former Red Bull Academy product, went to Manchester United. Uh, could be on his way back uh, to Red Bulls. He's a right back. So I mean, this I guess we kind of to uh, pad the uh, side. We're considering uh, Kyle Duncan got hurt earlier this year for the season. Um, apparently, he is not interested in, or no, the Red Bulls are not interested in alone. Uh, so it's pretty much if he wants to come back to MLS, it's going to be on a sale, not alone. Um, so yeah, that's that story. Uh, before we get to U.S. stuff, real quick, uh, Bradley Phillips did make the All Star team, as did Aaron Long, but yeah. BWP had to be the commissioner pick yeah. because the Atlanta's coach is a fucking idiot, apparently. <laughs> That's all. That's all I'm going to say about that. I can handle Kaku. You know, only the league leader in assists, not yeah. making it. Uh, well deserved and long. Yeah, Rio, Rio made it too, right? Yeah. Yes. Rio and Long were the coaches' picks. BWP is the commissioner. There you go. But I just, I, uh, it took the commissioner to put yeah. one of the top goal scorers on the All Star team. I mean, I suppose we got to give uh, Don Garber a hand that he didn't put Wayne Rooney in the All Star game. Right, right. I mean, I, I'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much expected that. I, I, I think what he did this weekend should dis- or yesterday should disqualify him anyway. Yeah. Well, might as well go into that instead of right. the U.S. story. Well, there's yeah. next. So yeah. So well, no, we're we're going to backtrack. But yeah, real quick, Wayne Rooney, uh, now player of DC United, he's going to get injured in his first game. A hundred percent. Lock that one down. Uh. Shilling is the nation's capital by tweeting out, uh, happy 4th of July to all DC United fans and everyone celebrating. Enjoying a day at the baseball. Ah, the baseball. Come on, Nationals. That's right. He was at the baseball. Not the baseball game. At the baseball. Yeah. So uh, fitting in quite well, Wayne. Like, what, where are you from? Where you said the baseball. All I know, if, I, if he wants to be considered American, I'm not buying it until he gets a tattoo of the American flag on the back of his neck uh, in the presence of the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. So that's what I expect Wayne Rooney to do next. Also, I, I want you guys, whatever you can, to go on to Twitter, all right? Look at the photo that he posted. I swear to God, half of it looks fake. <laughs> it doesn't look like a real photo. Part of it looks real. The other half looks completely fake. It's very, it's very weird. It, I, I don't know. It's very strange. And now I'm zoomed in on his face, and it's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Are we are we talking about the the baseball tweet or something else? The baseball tweet. All right, there's something off about it. Right when you look in the background, it looks completely phony. I don't think he was at a real game. An imagination. I, I think he faked. It. I think he faked it. Faker. That's that's a weird filter for everything but him. Like that's what I that's what I feel like. It's like an Instagram filter on everything but him. I think that's a conspiracy. I don't think he really is in DC. I mean green screen, it's possible. Yeah. Come on, Scully, this is a conspiracy that goes all the way to the top. <laughs> 
right. Are we done uh, bashing on Wayne Rooney for this week anyway? Uh, for this week, I'm done. I mean, he plays for DC. That's an, that's enough bashing already, right? right. Yeah. Uh, then I guess the final story of US uh, is that Dortmund has been offered $58 million, uh for by Tottenham uh, for Christian Pulisic. Uh, I mean, people are saying his move to Premier League is inevitable, um, especially if he continues his meteoric rise. I don't know. Do you guys want to see him go to a uh, un, uh, an unknown situation? I mean, what I've read is that uh, the, co- the coach, Pochettino, is big on playing the young guys and giving them minutes, but he certainly does have guaranteed minutes in Dortmund, and Bundesliga is not too shabby. So, uh, what do you say? Do you make the jump to Tottenham, or do you... I, I, I just don't want to see him on the Tottenham bench. Yes, because this is what we see uh, when U.S. players go play for the big clubs mm-hmm. in England. This is this is what happens. Is Tottenham a big club, or are they like a a minus club? They're a massive club, right? That's what their fans say. <laughs> That's what their fans say, right? They're a massive club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are. They're they're. I mean, they're a they are a top five team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a London team. They're you know, they want something at some point, I think. Probably, maybe. Yeah. Zach Wassing's not on the show tonight to tell us, but, you know. Yeah. We should have we got him just for this. Yep. I'm like, sure he'll chime in on Twitter. What's that? I said he'll chime in on Twitter. It's okay. Yeah, yeah he'll be like, if he still listens to us. I don't um, think they get podcasts in Ohio. Uh, do they have the internet know-how? No, they don't. Not yet. Soon. I think in the next 10 years or so. Yeah, I mean, the right. guy has at least dial-up, right? Yeah. Cleveland's not that far behind the times. Mm, I don't know. I mean, their best player is leaving again, so they're probably clearly behind the times. I mean, it's, well, it's well, you know, for all, she is Ohio is, let's just not forget, still not as bad as Delaware. No, not even close. No. I think Delaware, they still, uh, they still communicate via telegraph. They, they call it Newark. Yeah. Ugh. God, that's the most annoying thing to me. <laughs> Newark. Yes, because it's not even spelled with it's not N E W space A R K. It's spelled literally like Newark, New Jersey is. Yeah, and, and they get all, and if you call it Newark, they get all smug. Yeah, oh, like it's Newark, uh, losers. Ugh, Delaware. And I, I want to point out that Newark, New Jersey was established first. Damn straight. So if, if Newark, New Jersey says it that way, then you should follow suit. That's right. what I want to say to somebody. Yeah. It's. I really, I really don't know why they make such a big deal of it. Because they're awful, right? Because they have nothing else. I, I, got to. I was going to say that thing. <laughs> that's that's that one have. thing they have. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Real quick, I have one uh, last story that Jay's not aware of, but I still think it's funny to to say. Uh, as I was heading to a friend's party yesterday uh, in New Jersey, and I'm following my GPS, <laughs> and I'm like. This thing's taking me right into the Scotch Plains, like right in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is going past Darby Road. So I'm like, well, clearly I know where I have to stop. <laughs> so I make the quick detour and I, I call Pat <laughs> as I'm sitting outside his house. I go, hey, uh, you home? Yeah. Why don't you uh, come outside for a second? <laughs> as Pat walks out yeah. in his uh, U.S. national team jersey, I'm sitting outside yeah. in the car. <laughs> I came out looking like a real classy dude. No shoes on, uh, US <laughs> a beer in hand. Like, hey, man, what's going on? That's July 4th. You're good. It's right, America Day. It's America. And if you haven't seen Pat's tweet from yesterday, you should probably go back and see that because it's pretty hilarious. 
It's 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 Facebook famous and it's Instagram famous. It's Twitter dead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just thought it was just a real funny thing to tell real quick because it was it was just weird. It was weird that we were driving to Garwood and we're going like literally right past his house. Yeah, it made sense. Yeah, yeah. All right, which tweet is this? Oh, the one with the Instagram. Yep. yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not going to play it because I feel like there's audio I need to listen to, and I'm going to wait till we're done recording. Oh. But I found it, at least. Jay doesn't like America that much, apparently. He hates America. He likes America, but he doesn't like America. That's the problem. Yeah. What you guys don't know is I have a surprise coming at the end of the year. Oh. Uh-oh. It's not America-related, but I have to throw it in there. Oh. And I'm not going to tell either of you what it is. You know, you know, you know what it won't be, though? The uh, title belt. Hoyo, stay with me. Stay in with me. Don't keep it forever. And we'll see about that. The announcement <laughs> is Jay's leaving the show. We have to be responsible for the technical shit from here on out. Oh, no. Well, this ends the Red Bull rant forever. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull no. rant is dead. Please, if it was that, I would tell you. <laughs> no, this this is something I'm, I'm, I, I'm intentionally holding on to until the end of the year. All right. Um, yeah. Now, we're end of the season? End of this and until we are, huh? That's a good point. Like um, until we're left crying because the team didn't win a title again. Like that point. I'm trying to think of what time frame it would need to be. I, I'm not sure exactly when, but at some point, November on, depending on when the Red Bulls, I guess, drop out of the playoffs. Okay. Because I, I want the, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. But towards the end of the year, ha, at, at least after the regular season's over, Jay's buying the team. <laughs> Please, you think I had that much money? Bakery doesn't pay that much. I don't know, man. Uh, I can barely afford two computers and internet here, <laughs> and clearly can't afford cable. So more and more people don't want to, you know, don't want to eat something with a face. It just seems like the vegan bakery's taking off. I mean, yes, but all, all my stuff's tied up in capital, so there you go. It's not liquid money. A lot of overhead. Yeah. All right. Anyway, anything else before we go? No. All right. Let's wrap this one up. Patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. If you want to throw uh Bucker more our way, help us support the show. You get the Patreon exclusive stuff. Uh which by the way, uh because I was in the baking convention, uh I literally finished editing the show in the airport. Which was fun because I had to try to find this because what happened was these guys recorded the second half last Thursday when they were doing the regular show. So I had to download the whole thing that they did. And without headphones, because my Bluetooth headphones wouldn't connect, I had to hold my laptop to my ear <laughs> to find the audio. It's a fancy technique right there. Well, it was either that or, or really blast it in the airport, which I figured <laughs> that was the better option. Last thing I needed was to stumble upon some censor or you know uncensored part of the show with some guy sitting next to me. Hmm. They would have liked it. Yeah. Uh, but so that show is up for the patrons, and then it's actually tomorrow or sorry Saturday, uh, I think around one p.m. Uh, it should become public. Uh, so if go. you want to listen to it, you'll have access to it on. Uh, it will not be posted to the RSS feed, so you have to go to the Patreon page for it. Sorry, but I'm not posting it again. Just not worth the hassle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
If you want to email the show, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant on Twitter, at redbullrant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at pmacd 82 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. If you are a Patreon subscriber, give us feedback on that show when it drops. <laughs> yeah, let, by all means. Let us know what you thought. And uh I hate the Smurfs. I hate their dumb fans. Uh most of their most of their dumb fans. I would say ninety nine point nine percent of their fans I don't like. And uh why don't the Red Bulls just go win? Yeah, amen. Uh, get out there and win, boys. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 271 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Adios. Lates.